There you go. Here we go. A solo session. Another solo session. I've been pretty busy lately. I've been... Working hard. I started doing a new route at my job. Because I'm a... I'm a... I'm a transportation person. I'm involved in the transportation industry. So I've been going to a different place, man. All this past week and the week before, trying to get my shit on track. I've been doing the same thing for a few years now. And I'm looking for excuses why I haven't recorded a podcast. For the people that listen to me and share and support this shit. Already, this cigar is not staying lit. Call it a cigar for safety's sake. But anyway, um, I've been meaning to do one since the Summer's End show in at the Sanctuary. Um, I can't thank everybody enough who showed up to support all the bands on the bill. It was amazing. It was such a good turnout. Um, I I surely was not. Um, even aware of how many people were going to show up. I wasn't sure. I know it was a Friday night. A lot of people, you know, are more available on Friday nights. So I was a little, a little excited and, um, it by far exceeded my expectations and I can't thank everybody involved enough. Um, it's fucking crazy. I'd say... Almost 200 people showed up at the sanctuary, and it's a it's a 300 person capacity venue. So, you know, when you got two thirds full, plus some, I know some of you motherfuckers snuck in. Don't play that bullshit on me. I'm not stupid. You know, some people, some people not in bands that are saying they're helping the bands. Fuck out of here. Pay your dues, bitch. And I'll be honest, I was uh, I was afraid too. I was like, man, um, I hope everybody just doesn't sneak in, because that would suck. And uh, it all turned out well. Shout out to all the fucking bands. Hold my own, especially coming from Chicago. They came way out of their way. Uh, and in my opinion, they were one of the best bands of the night. They've done quite a few shows, even though they're from all over uh you know the Midwest and East Coast. They 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 uh, get together enough to where they had a nice, perfect set, solid ass set with uh, with no hiccups. They did a couple covers. They did uh, a Life of Agony, and they also covered a stout intro for the song. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Oh yeah, Gods of War. And it was fucking cool, man. A lot of people knew that song, but a lot more people knew the Life of Agony cover, which was very cool because uh, um, Greg, he's got a great voice and you know the way he yells into the mic is perfect. They're the real MVPs. All the bands who showed up, man. Um, I heard from a few bands, including Enemy of God and uh, Big Deal, that they think that was some of their best sets to date. You know, and um, a lot of people showed up on time. Doors were at 7. 
I was glad. I was I was like, holy shit, man! There was a fucking line outside. Like the doors probably open like seven ten, seven fifteen. But there was a good forty people waiting in line. I was like, what the fuck is this? Agnostic front? I was like, this is crazy. But uh, it was exciting to see, man. Um, a lot of people were inside probably to get get a uh, merch from the popular bands which you which you know you can't blame you want to be there for the opening band which is always good you never know what you're going to get with the opening band man um that's why they're there to promote themselves get out there more even though Joe Plonky and all the people in that band are Detroit hardcore fucking entrepreneurs they are always starting shit and doing shit and in bands and the, and going to shows, they are the ones who keep the shit going, and it's it's amazing. It also goes to show that Detroit hardcore is fucking alive and well. I got to see all these people out at, at at every show, even though I don't get to every show. I understand everybody's got lives, but uh, if they can show up, you know, to support, you know, one night a week, they can show up fucking twice a month, three times a month. Five times a month. The, there's always shows. This is a good cigar. It's actually crazy how fast the show went by. Normally, I think maybe because I don't book shows. Like, I'm never worried about anything. And sometimes you get like a little burnt out if there's more than like five bands. And there were seven bands on this bill. So I'm, so, I'm sure some people were like, Jesus fucking Christ. But for me, the night fucking flew by. And it was just good to see a lot of old faces and a lot of new faces. A lot of fucking everybody from all the generations. I want to give a fucking major shout out to all the OG CTYC and fucking TBD guys who came out. You know, Beast and Jeff and fucking Enzo. Everybody. Crazy Mike was out. Um, I just... Bird. Bird, you fucking... He's a troublemaker, I tell you. That guy, Bird... This little short old fucker with the bald head. I love him to death. <laughs> oh yeah, tattoos all over his head too. You won't miss him. He looks like a fucking pirate with like silver teeth and shit. Love him to death. The greatest guy. And I'm glad all those people decided to show up for the scene that they have helped carry over the years. Whether it was the 80s or 90s or early 2000s. And a lot of them aren't too active anymore. They're not in bands. They'll go to the big shows or, you know, their friends' shows. But you don't see them at, at a lot of the uh, newer band shows, which is fine and totally understandable, you know. Um, but for them to show up in numbers and stand there and bullshit with everybody like they never left. Which, technically, they never have. But it's just so cool to see... The older guys hang out with the younger guys. They were fucking... They hit it off with the guys from Chicago, Hold My Own. And uh, it's like everybody in this shit, you know, can fucking be brothers and sisters and get along. And you can look fucking right next to you and talk to somebody that you don't know. But if they're standing in the same room as you, you know enough to where you got at least one fucking thing in common. And all of that, honestly, is still new to me. I don't know why, but just because it's so ingrained and and my first few years impressions that hardcore is not friendly, 
Hardcore is not make new friends. Hardcore isn't welcoming. But it has totally changed. I even heard that from a few people. They're like, man, the scene is not the same anymore. For a good thing. Everybody is so much more, uh, I guess, inviting. It's not like they're going to say, hey, I'm your fucking new best friend. But a lot of people aren't getting targeted in the pit. At least I don't fucking notice it. You know, they're not getting targeted or they're not getting fucking pushed around because they're the new guy at the show. You know, if no one's trying to show their ass. Except Maxwell. But everybody loves him. He's just a big wild bull in the pit. He's the guy with the beard and the red hair. Sings for Under the Knife. They got some new shit coming out. And they got a show uh, with King810 at the Sanctuary. October 30th. Devil's Night. Burn it down. Figuratively. Not literally. But if you want, you can burn something else down that night. Because it's Detroit. And we fuck it up. But... It was interesting because I had uh, D-Block play just before uh, Never Ending Game. And, you know, they they can give any band that's been around for 10, you know, 5, 10, 12 years a run for, for their money on how tight they are on stage and how proficient as musicians and how familiar they are it's crazy like to see musicians cuz all of those guys have been in different bands before and to see them all you know change tunes or or whatever it's called when when you got to tune your guitar when you're doing a different song and or even because they're in different bands they it's like a different style a different rhythm and almost in a sense possibly you have to have a different stage personality from what i would assume i i don't know but it's great to see. It's great to see. Especially Lyric. He pulled double duty. Um, who else did? I know... Um, Joe Plonky was supposed to pull double duty, but he had a cast on his hand, so he couldn't play in uh, Enemy of God. He just sang for Big Deal. Oh, yeah, big shout-out to Jeff Sanchez from Let It Die for stepping up and coming out and doing his part on one of the Big Deal songs. Uh, That was perfect. I'm so glad he did it. He did it for the core. He will die for fucking Detroit hardcore. And, uh... Yeah, there was just a lot of mosh, not a hard mosh, but everybody was fucking getting along and helping each other out and picking each other up. It was so good to see. Like, I felt like I was high off it for like two days. And maybe just because I'm so biased because I booked the show and it really went off without a hitch and it was the perfect night. Or maybe it really was and everybody was fucking unified a thousand percent. And if this sounds stupid to you, go fuck yourself. You weren't there. Anybody you talk to were like, holy shit. Like, I'm on fucking cloud nine like 24 hours later. The show was insane. And everybody got along. Shout out to Brian Ben. I seen his ass. Haven't seen him in a minute. And sorry, Brian. Um, I wanted to get that record from you, but I just, uh, I don't know. I got lost in the night. You got lost in the night. And fucking before you know it, it was fucking over. Um, and I was also wondering if, 
if and what, <clears throat> where and who should be a part of next year's little Terror Zone Fest. Josh, he told me, said, as of now, it's called Terror Zone Fest. It's not fucking called Summer's End in the D. I like Summer's End in the D. But he said I have to change it. He said, eh, as of now, that was the night of. He says, this fucking Terror Zone Fest. Fuck what you called it. Well, maybe you can call it whatever you want. We're going to call it just a celebration of Detroit hardcore at the end of the summer in the motherfucking Terror Zone. I think that's a pretty cool name. And um, speaking of Chicago, actually, and hold my own and all that shit, Sector, Chicago hardcore band, has a new album out. It's hard shit. It's called The Chicago Sector. Um, uh, the one show I had last September, September of 2021, when Shattered Realm came out, they uh, Sector also came with uh, Raw Life, and Street Struck and uh, fuck, Enemy of God and D-Block played that show, but no any motherfuckers wanted to come and see it. Probably because it was on a Sunday. Bad idea, I know. But anyway, uh, Chicago Sector is out on Days Records now. They got an LP on vinyl as well. They're my dogs. I hope to have a couple of them fellas on here very soon because they are straight up irresponsible by putting that album out. It's fucking ignorant. Makes you want to punch somebody. It's a real Chicago hardcore, 100%. Also, I'm just doing a little rundown thing. You know, I ask people, uh, what should I mention on the podcast? And this is what I'm getting. So, um, I already knew about this. Uh, this came out a little bit ago, maybe a month ago. The uh, From Within Records One Scene Unity comp. Uh, that's the, uh, the third time they did it. I'm not going to run down all the bands they put on it. But just, uh, for example, they got Live It Down. Killing Me, C4, Buried Alive did a new jam on that shit, Fool's Game, I think from PA, I believe so, they're fucking awesome, um, uh, Chemical Fix, and, and a Not One Truth, all super good talented bands coming up, they're young, they're fresh, they're ready to come to your town, they're ready to fuck shit up for you, so you gotta check them out, you gotta share them, you gotta fucking support it all, and uh, it's just good shit. And um, also want to mention uh, Clyde Records. That's a record label out of Indiana. And also G. Will Hammer is also involved with it. So help out these young guys. Get the record, la record label out there. And um, they have, um, I don't know if they're sold out already, but there's a never-ending game live recording from Tied Down Fest in Detroit that they put out on cassette. I bet that's really good shit to hear. Um, I hope they did a good job with it. I don't have a cassette tape, so I can't buy cassettes. They have a Collide Bucket Hats you can buy. I don't know if you just got to buy them in person or online, but I know they got bucket hats. They did have regular baseball caps, but uh, they don't anymore. I'm sure they'll get more. I don't know, man. It's been a fun, fun uh, time going to shows since the pandemic started. I don't really have, or sorry, since the pandemic ended, rather. I don't got really any specific things, but it seems it's it's stronger than ever. And I love to see it thrive all over the country, all over the globe, you know. But 
um, uh, the local Detroit scene alone seems to really have its shit together right now, and I'm fucking proud to see it, of everybody involved doing their thing, starting bands, starting zines, booking shows. Like I heard Jar- uh, Joe Hardcore say before, it's like one of those water wheels, you know, and there's, there's a bunch of people that are are the little fucking uh, fins or whatever on the water wheel that are scooping up the water to make this shit turn to create um, whatever water wheels create. And it's cool to see. It's it, it, From behind the scenes perspective, I guess, not just a regular showgoer, I mean... You know, I do a podcast. I all I do is talk about the bands. That helps, sure. But the people doing the groundwork, man, it's it's a thankless job. Fuck booking shows. I'll do it once a year. That's all you get from me. But uh, it definitely is cool to see happen, and um, you know, to call myself friends with the people that. Uh, keep the wheel spinning, like Edgeman Printing. They they hold shows. The Sanctuary. Anybody who books bands. Um. Anybody who does fucking merch or album covers, it all helps add to it. All great, all great things. <clears throat> um, um. Another band I wanted to mention was Ten Slugs. Some more Pennsylvania hardcore. Um, I caught wind of them. Uh, maybe a few months ago, they've been around for a couple years, but there's a lot out there. You know, it's hard to fucking keep up with everything. Ten slugs, and the S in slugs is a money sign, and the last S in slugs is a Z. So it tells you it's that thug shit. The in your face, break your fucking jaw shit. I heard about it on the Angry Young Man podcast based out of Long Island, New York. He's a, He's a... He's a great guy, funny fucking guy. His podcast is cool. Um, he talks to a lot of bands from the Long Island area, New York, um, Pennsylvania. You know, that's uh, that's a whole different thing over there. They have a, they're like scenes within scenes, and they, it's that fucking ugly beatdown shit out there, and I love it. Um, I can't wait. And I think they uh, put out their. Their album or a fucking cassette with uh, filled with hate USA from Kansas City, Missouri. That's my homie. Um, I love the shit they're doing. They got jerseys and shit for sale. Um, FWH USA basketball jerseys and you know support them. You know they're um, a record label. I don't know if that's even considered the Midwest anymore. That's like the fucking South or like I don't know West. I it's just in the middle of the country. But that's the shit. Shout out to those guys. Uh, here are some suggestions that I got in in regards to next year's uh, show. I don't know. I kind of got sidetracked there, but I had a little list of some shit people sent me. Some of the bands go as follows. That would be cool to have in Detroit. Um, you to show up and fuck shit up with Detroit. Woo woo. Um, they said. Tsunami, Pain of Truth, Shackled, Doubt It, um, obviously Detroit, No End of Mind, Detroit Shit, Fantasy World, That Detroit Shit. Um, I think those are all good bands that could possibly go on the lineup if if uh, they were around or into the idea. I love everybody. I love all those bands, but also uh, 
Another couple bands is Escuela Grind, Scowl, Gel, Cloud Rat, Ballista, and Buggin'. Um, I don't know much about those bands. I know Scowl's pretty big, and Gel. <laughs> They're good, you know. Um, I like them. I could I could listen to them, but I don't know if I'd pay them to come here, to be honest. Um, Buggin' is cool. That's a bouncy shit. I like it. I like it. And uh, what else? What else? Oh, yeah. Somebody said fucking Mushmouth should play. That would be cool. How about Wisdom and Chains instead? Or how about fucking uh, any other PAHC band? No, fucking Mushmouth was so good. But uh, what about Crutch? Crutch with the K. That would be fun. Um, Any Pennsylvania band altogether, man. They know how to throw the fuck down. Sorry, I might be getting a little out of line here. I'm starting to starting to get stoned a little bit. But uh and that same thing I asked said I don't even know what my question was, but uh one of the topics was the friends the people that made you keep coming back to hardcore and the friends you earned along the way. The people that make you keep coming back are the ones that you meet there and you know uh, you can get along with them, and you know, um, you know it's like you know right away who you're going to get along with and who you're not going to get along with. If you're if you're around them long enough and you hear them talking to other people or you see them doing certain things, so I don't know where I'm going with that, but the people that made me keep coming back are the ones. Who I can vibe with, who I can stand outside in between bands and talk to, uh, the ones who will text you back if you got something funny to say or or fucking whatnot, the ones who got your back if shit goes down, and uh, there ain't too much of that, but uh, you know you earn a lot of friends who you know have your back, who will fucking stand up for you, and who will f- take someone out for you if they have to. I've been there. I've done it for people. You've done it for people. You gotta... Those are the people who I keep coming back for, man. Um, Shit. And any of you motherfuckers, I got your back too. I'm not a tough guy, but uh, anyone who ever fucks with my friends is gonna dealt with real fucking quick. I'm not gonna be the one to do it, but I know somebody who will. What else? What else? What else? And um oh yeah, the friends I earned along the way. You, you know, you don't earn friends. If you feel you've earned a friend, then you're doing it wrong. A friend is somebody who high-fives you when you show up or gives you a hug or you know, a friend is someone who smack you on your ass or you know, do some gay shit if you didn't ask for it. But those are friends. You know, don't pretend like you never had a friend fucking grab your balls as you walk by or, you know, pretend to sack tap you or fucking pinch your nipple. <laughs> Those are homies. The people you're comfortable around are the ones that'll fuck with you and, you know, bust your balls. That's what I want, you know. Uh, some people get uncomfortable when when uh, if somebody will call you like, what's up, pussy, and, you know, you pinch your nipples or... You pull your shirt over your head or fucking, you know, fuck you up in the pit. 
and look you in the face and smile or if give you a hug after punching you in the back of the fucking head. Those are the people who who you earn as friends, I guess, because if you can fucking tolerate that shit and, and give it right back, you know you earned a spot, man. You can't be no fucking softy. You got to be a tough guy. And you got to be able to put up with people's shit. And you got to be there for your friends on a moment's notice without fucking thinking twice about it. You see someone fucking with your friend, you grab him by the fucking neck and, and you choke him. You slam him right to the fucking ground. And you tell him, hey, that's my friend. Don't fucking do that. And by then... Three more of your friends will be standing behind you saying, let's fucking tear his asshole out. Say, no, 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 don't tear his asshole out. That'd be fucking nasty. Don't do that. Don't tear out any assholes in front of me. Drag them outside and tear out their fucking asshole. Some more topics uh, to talk about. One of the OGs themselves, Beast from Hey Inc., said uh, he listed some bands that should be mentioned. Final Assault in Detroit. Pub Life, Detroit, SBLC, that means Screaming Bloody Leper Children, as far as I'm aware, unless I read the fucking wrong acronym. Death in Custody, of course. Death in Custody is so probably underrated <clears throat> that they deserve it to have a light shined on them. And I've been talking with Ralph, the singer of that band lately. Hope to have them come over uh, early to mid-October, man. Uh, Ralph was one of the guys who was there for me. When I first started going to shows, like how how I had mentioned, it wasn't so friendly and inviting at a certain point. And Ralph was one of those guys that was always had uh, the punk roots, the camaraderie, the the fucking let's be friends and the unity, and wanted everybody to be there to have a good time. And even though he don't take shit from nobody, he is the definition of a fucking hardcore punk man. Funny story about Ralph. One time, Death in Custody covered uh, Negative Approaches, Ready to Fight. And this was before I even knew uh, much about Negative Approach. I I maybe knew who they were, but somehow I wasn't uh, informed of them right away when I was getting into hardcore. It's not like the first band you should hear is uh, fucking Negative Approach. That's that's uh, first and foremost. No, it, it takes a while to get familiar with a lot of shit. And his band was playing, and they did the Ready to Fight cover. And the only version I've ever heard of that song is Madball did Ready to Fight. And I was like, I was talking to Kenny Smith. Shout out Kenny Smith. Uh, I was talking to him about it, and I was like, man, that was such a cool Madball cover. And he just looked at me and shook, fucking shook his head like, like I just stabbed his mother. And, <laughs> you know, in hindsight, that is funny. Because he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But um, I think he ended up did telling me that, uh, he's like, yeah, that's not a fucking Madball song, dude. It's negative approach. And I don't think I listened to them for a little while longer. But I just remember that being very awkward. Like, yeah, you know, thinking I knew something about hardcore and could impress somebody else. He's like, you fucking phony. That's not a Madball song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh shout out to Ralph. Gonna have him on soon. Check it out. Uh Death and Custody. They've been doing a few shows here and there lately. Um finally active. They were never done for sure, but they've been playing shows. Check them out. Also, Blue Collar Stompers. I know I've mentioned them before and they don't get much love. 
they should probably uh uh maybe put out some new shit or uh they need to be maybe uh they need to come on the podcast those guys have been a band for a very long time um they used to as far as I remember they did a lot of shows at the old Corktown Tavern I know I've seen them there um but that's from Beast from Hey Inc. Check them out, motherfucker. Also, my man Ryan Horde said, uh, give a shout out to Ian Courtney or Ramona. Ian Courtney, he is uh he's been in quite a few bands in Detroit. Um one of the most that I know him from, I believe, was Red Eye Flight. Could be the wrong Oh no, Hawkeye. I'm fucking retarded. Hawkeye. I think, I think, I think. Yeah. And um he was in that band. I know at at one point I could be wrong, but I I know he went on tour with Cold as Life. I don't know if he played in any bands, but uh, he he uh he definitely went on tour with them. And I think he makes films now. I don't know much about him, but I know his face, and I know he's done a lot for the scene over the past probably good twenty five years at this point, if not longer. Um, and Ramona from Black Iris Booking, she's been doing, well, she used to do all of the hardcore shows at Elvin's and the Magic Stick and the Hayloft. Um, those were some staple venues in the in early, mid-2000s, and fucking shot hats off to her. Um, she did a lot of The Coldest Life, <clears throat> I think, uh, of, uh, of Booking. She was also... Um, booking agent, or she helped book shows for. Um, I know Trapped Under Ice at one point. Uh, Ramallah, Death Before Dishonor, Agents of Man. I think I could be wrong on that, but she's. I mean, she's got a fucking resume. She's got a resume behind her, and uh, I think when Terror comes to Detroit, she is the only promoter that they'll go through, because she's great. Josh Barela from uh, Enemy of God and Hushed says, Terror Zone Smoked Brisket, official sponsor. <laughs> Only he knows about my fucking brisket. I smoke some of the best brisket. Um, I Well, in my opinion, you know, I don't like go, going to restaurants and ordering barbecue because uh, I'm kind of arrogant about it and I fucking know I can do better. I don't like spending $25, dollars $30 $30 on a plate of barbecue where they give you three fucking rib bones and two little thin slices of brisket and a quarter cup of macaroni and cheese and a spoonful of fucking baked beans. It's offensive and it's fucking disrespectful. I'm just being honest. A lot of people are like, oh, I love craft barbecue. I love a Texas brisket. You probably don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't go places to buy fucking barbecue. I do it myself. And I, it's, for brisket and smoked food is my shit, man. I don't fuck around. If you want to, if you want some good smoked brisket or ribs or pulled pork or smoked chicken and fucking pull it apart, put it on a sandwich with some smoked Gouda cheese and uh, either a spicy barbecue sauce and some pickles or something, you have no fucking idea until you come to the terror zone. Smoked barbecue. That's going to be uh fucking next year. You fucking stay ready for it. We're going to have a. Uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a barbecue, and uh, 
maybe have a couple bands play or something. I don't, I can't do it in my house, but if somebody has a spot, if they got a garage that they can have a band in, you know, that they don't mind people fucking their shit up, let me know. I mean, it's not, people ain't going to fuck it up, but you risk the chance of something getting broke, and if you want to take that chance, let me know. We can host a barbecue, have some bands play, do a fucking, uh, I don't know, some sort of contest or something crazy. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be a fun time. But uh, shout out to Josh, an enemy of God, for uh, the compliment on my brisket capabilities. I don't fucking play. Oh, I also did these things last week. I, well, actually, just a couple of days ago, there were bacon-wrapped jalapenos, and I stuffed them with uh, cream cheese um, uh, cheddar cheese and I cooked up some uh, chorizo and mixed it all together and then I I put it inside the jalapeno wrapped it in thick cut bacon and put a little barbecue seasoning and some barbecue sauce on it, on it then smoked it dude if you're not a vegan and you like smoked foods uh. you would have had an orgasm in your pants I'm telling you it would have been amazing but uh I don't I think I might have a Halloween party this year. Anybody want to come to my Halloween party? Hit me up. I smoke food for Halloween too. Um it's my uh it's my forte. Yo, Halloween's right around the fucking corner, guys. You know that? Um That's crazy. Razzle Dazzle also has a a live set from Tied Down on Hate 56 and it is a great fun video to watch. Um, you see a lot of people having a good time, man. Razzle Dazzle shows back in the day were fucking off the hook. It was a fun band. You know, a lot of you know weed smoking, beer drinking, a lot of fun. Hard moshing though, man. I remember people getting laid the fuck out during Razzle Dazzle, and they're like a, they're like a fun party band, you know. They are the party band. And um, the show is wild. So go check out that video. Yeah. Um, all the beach balls, the beach balls in the video. That's me. I want credit for the fucking beach balls. That's the coolest idea. Even though during the set, um, Will, the singer, Razzle Dazzle, was like, man, nice touch on the beach balls. That's awesome. And I thought he said, fuck these beach balls. This is a razzle-dazzle show. I was like, oh, shit. I, was like, I thought it'd be cool. I guess I had the wrong idea. <laughs> but on another note, to end it, um, just a little fucking teaser here. going to tell you that I'm going to Brooklyn this weekend for the um, Triple B Days Streets of Hate Showcase. So many fucking cool bands are on that. I cannot wait. Even though it's been a nightmare trying to get shit together for Brooklyn... I uh I had my I had my uh plane plane purchased. I purchased a plane plane ticket like eh, I'd say probably two months ago. And I also booked my Airbnb like two months ago. Okay, today's Tuesday. On Monday I got an email saying that the host of the Airbnb fucking canceled it and I need to find another place to stay for whatever fucking reason. But two days before going to New York City do you really think you're going to be able to book something last minute? Wasn't that easy. It was a pain in the ass, very stressful, and a headache. But I finally 
Found a hotel. Not fucking happy about that because I had a dope-ass Airbnb with a cool backyard chill spot. Had a full kitchen. And I'm downgrading to a fucking hotel room for the same price. Definitely sucks, but at least uh, my plane tickets didn't get canceled. Knock on wood, bitch. But uh, so many cool bands are going to be there on uh, Friday and Saturday. Shit. Got... I mean, I'll go down it real quick. Burning Lord, Killing Pace, All Due Respect, Downfall, Volcano. Woo! Most excited for fucking Volcano. I know they were uh, just in Toledo like uh, like a month ago, but I missed it because I knew I was coming to see them out here. Got Standstill, Simulacra, Queensway, oh shit, Age of Apocalypse. They were just here. Spy, Tsunami. I can't wait. You know, I've seen Tsunami... Back in March at LDB Fest in Kentucky, and for whatever reason, I didn't mosh for them, and I fucking totally regret it. I don't mosh a lot anymore, but I feel I gotta, I gotta pay Tsunami my respects, and I gotta bring out the violent, violent, violent person that I am deep down inside. Time to punch some of these fucking kids in the face. And then Saturday's even better to me. Um, we got uh, New World Man, End of One, Broken Vow, Dead Last, Division of Mind, and Baltimore fucking hardcore. Uh, Gridiron, Philly hardcore. Holy shit, I can't wait to see them again. Um, Restraining Order, I believe they are Boston hardcore, if not Massachusetts. Dead Heat, I like them. Pain of Truth, L-I-H-C. Motherfucker, Long Island Hardcore. I'm excited to see them on somewhat home turf. I'd consider, I know I know Long Island's a little bit out of the way. It's about, uh, say like 45 minutes from fucking Brooklyn. But it's still New York, bitch. You're right there. But they got their own, their own heavy scene, like I said earlier, with uh, the Angry Young Man podcast. And then headlining Saturday, none other than Detroit's own never-ending game. I'm... Proud of them for headlining such a big ass um, uh, two day concert. I know they're not even calling it a fest; they're calling it, you know, a weekend of hardcore shows, which is cool. Which is cool. I'm excited. Fucking doors are at four thirty. There's a strict, strict curfew of ten of uh, ten fifteen Friday and ten oh five Saturday. Thank you. I can go out and do other things. I'm not going to be on my fucking feet all day. I can't wait. There's so many pizza spots. And fucking delis I want to visit. Like I said, uh, my new hotel. I was reading online about the um, uh, reviews. They say it's in a very, very strong uh, Hasidic uh, Jewish neighborhood. And I was looking around at the food places. Lots of uh, fucking kosher delis and shit. Can't wait to get me a nice fat fucking pastrami sandwich. I can taste it now, motherfucker. But it's going to be good. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to see some shit. I'm, I'm going to go to the World Trade Center area probably cry a little bit i'm i'm gonna take a a ferry to staten island and i want to see the statue of liberty i'm gonna take a picture and say hey that's the statue of liberty and uh i'm gonna go to manhattan go to the beastie boys square it's just uh it's just a cross uh intersection in the in manhattan the lower east side where the original album cover for paul's boutique was uh the photograph was taken and it's called the Beastie Boys Square now. I find that cool because I'm a big Beastie Boys fan. And I'll show them respect. 
And uh, I'm staying in Brooklyn, so I'm definitely going to go to, you know, the area where fucking Biggie used to rap, shit like that. Call me cheesy. Call me stupid. I don't give a fuck. It's going to be fun. About <clears throat> this last time I went, it was just, uh, I went for the Madball show at Tompkins Square Park with Murphy's Law. And Wisdom and Chains played. And uh, the Capturers, yeah. Yeah, they're a fucking reggae band. They were good as fuck. If you like reggae, smoke some shit. And uh, whatever. I was kind of pissed off because my Airbnb was canceled last minute. And I was really, really had a hard time finding something. But it all worked out in the end. Shit happens for a reason. I'm going to go on a subway. I'm going to fucking ride an elevated train. I'm going to stab a fucking homeless person. I'm going to shit next to a fucking car. I'm going to smoke a lot of weed. It's going to be fun. And anybody who's out there, uh, if anybody is going to that shit, come say what's up. We can smoke a number. And uh, I'll be out there. So thanks for listening to my ramble. I'll have a, I'll have a guest next week, I promise you. Hopefully this was interesting to you. And um, all I can say is, Share this, subscribe, tell your friends, or suck a motherfucking dick, bitch.